Today on Plan B.SG, we talk about H&M and Nike facing a boycott in China over Xinjiang cotton statements. Ooh, don't fuck with China. <laughs> Yeah, I think that should be right. Like you fuck with China, fuck with China, and then China's gonna come back at you hard, man. Oh man, all this and more only on the number one editorial podcast in Spotify. It's Plan B. SG, proudly brought to you by our friends from QO Children Organization. You can redeem a very special prize only at the site. It's www.planb.sg/families. Let's go on to the show. You're listening to Plan B podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to Plan B. SG. We are five months into this pandemic. More than one hundred fifty thousand people have died. Genuinely, this is what the science is showing. And granted, you know, initially early on, there was a bit of confusion as to what you needed, what you didn't need. Demanded that he should score for Liverpool. A goal against the enemy. Virgil Van Dijk. Welcome to Plan B. SG. I'm Zari Smile, and I'm Darren Mark, and I'm Rahman. And uh, today we're talking about let's see, China. Yeah, China. China. We love China. Yeah, everybody <laughs> loves China. What happened? Everybody there? loves talking about China. Yes. Actually. So H and M and Nike are facing a boycott in China mm-hmm. over Xinjiang cotton statements. Okay. I didn't even know there was a cotton statement made by China, uh, made by H H&M and M and Nike. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, how many of us even know where? Like, we know the brand, the clothing brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But how many of us even know where, where they the get their stuff from? Are, yeah. 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 The yeah. factories, the the raw material itself. Mm-hmm. I know Uniqlo um, gets its uh, t-shirts from Bangladesh. Wow. Is it? Because I actually checked, like, made in Bangladesh. I see. So that's yeah, where. Uh, they got it for cheap, and then they no, just. No, but what about the material? Where where is that from? The cloth I see. itself. Well, uh, I'm not a huge too sure. supply chain, right? You mm. know, most of the time you only see the end product. Yeah. You think yeah. it's huge chain? Do you think it's ethically right to actually include that as part of, you know, on 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 your product? <coughs> I think se? it's ethically. I mean, right or wrong, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think it's I think it's good though for people to know because I mean mm-hmm. there are some parts of the world where these things are basically obtained under slave-like conditions. Yeah? Oh yes, yes I see, yes, like yes, iPhones. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and like cocoa also. Most of the chocolate that we get. Oh mm. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's right. I, I see. That. It's yes. fucked. Yeah. Right. So this is what happened. H and M and Nike and other <coughs> big Western apparel brands mm. are facing a boycott in China because of the stand they've taken against the alleged use of uh, forced labor oh, wow. to produce cotton in the country's western region of Xinjiang. Yep. H and M and Nike said months ago. They were concerned mm-hmm. about the allegations forced labor uh, has been used to produce cotton in Xinjiang, but mm-hmm. they've now been caught in an escalating firestorm that has erupted on Chinese social media this week. Yep. Swedish multinational H&M, the world's second largest clothing retailer, mm-hmm. has been pulled from major e-commerce stores in China. Wow. Ayo. And blocked by several major navigation, uh-huh. review, and ratings apps. Wow! Videos wow. are circulating on social media that a shopping mall in Chengdu, Sichuan Province, has removed H and M's advertising sign outside oh, the mall. Wow! <laughs> That's, That's a big, big fallout. So is this uh, cancelling or? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, this is like a country. Yeah, literally cancelling a cancelling brand. Cancelling someone. Yeah. Uh, boycott lah, boycott. Yeah. Cheers, uh. Nike and Adidas, mm-hmm. among other, oh, Adidas, uh. among other brands, have also faced. 
Heavy criticism mm-hmm. Communist Party Mouthpiece People's Daily On uh, Thursday Named the two firms Along with Burberry New Balance And other members Of the Better Cotton Initiative BCI uh-huh. That have expressed Concerns about Cotton product uh, Produced in Xinjiang The paper then called For broad boycotts Of the brands mm-hmm. Dozens of Chinese celebrities Have terminated contracts <laughs> wow. wow Serious huh? Don't and, mess with the Chinese And said They would They would cut ties With these brands Including Nike Adidas Puma Converse Kelvin mm. Klein Tommy Hilfiger And Uniqlo huh. Wow A move lauded by state media <coughs> An honor of King's Tencent smash hit video game Is ending a partnership with Burberry uh-huh. And removing its starter design From characters' outfits Wow Wow, serious Wow man. This is like nationalistic pride bro. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. Yeah. Nike shares tumbled More than 3% mm-hmm. Thursday Is that a lot? Uh, I mean, it can make a lot of difference depending on the volume. Right, right. Okay, on Wall Street, mm-hmm. while Adidas sank more than 6%. In wow. London, Burberry lost more than 4%. H&M stock also slid nearly 2% in mm-hmm. Sweden. I see. The outreach comes after a group linked to the ruling Communist Party posted a statement from H&M about Xinjiang on Chinese social media website, uh, media site Weibo. In the statement released in September, H&M said it was deeply concerned over reports of forced labor in the production of cotton in Xinjiang. Mm-hmm. Human rights groups have repeatedly accused Beijing of detaining, uh, detaining Uyghurs and other Muslim mm-hmm. minority groups in the region mm-hmm. in re-education camps mm-hmm. and using them as forced labor, which they claim mm. is part of global tech and retail supply chains, either directly or indirectly. Mm. I think that there's more where it came from. I'm just gonna stop right there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because wow. it's like a it's, it's it quite a long article. Deep, actually, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, but the thing is, this situation with Xinjiang has been going on for quite a while, right? Like, yep. Most people have at least heard about it. Uh-huh. But it's I don't know. Has it gained that much attention? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if if not for that, this, I didn't. I wouldn't know they made this sort of comments. Yeah, exactly. exactly. No, I think attention to the issue has always been there. But then, what is anybody doing about it? Like what this, can anybody? What can yeah, anybody what do? What can anybody yeah. do? Like this is probably the first uh, reaction that we've seen from from international players saying that oh maybe we shouldn't support it if really this content is produced in in like from different... non-state uh, actors like yes, yeah because like correct, these are like yeah. private companies right and yep. they're making this stance mm-hmm. but I mean. You know when you saw when when you were reading all of those backlash, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it reminded, and you said something about national nationalistic pride. Right. Yeah. It reminded me. Do you remember there was a point where I think in India, uh-huh. and then like uh, the Indians were very upset with China, mm-hmm. and then they were boycotting Chinese goods. Do you remember? Over I can't, what? What were they yeah, upset? I, no, that's the thing. I can't I, like right now. I can't remember what exactly it was, but mm-hmm. there was also this huge anger over. Oh no! I think it was the Ladakh. Was it the Ladakh region? The the border clash. The border ah, clash. Okay. I think sure there were some casualties, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Like that. So there was a fist fight or something. Yeah. Mm. There, there was no gun, to, yeah. gunfight involved, yeah. but there was a fight, and then like the sentiments were cranked up, uh-huh. and then like the Indians were basically trying to boycott China. Chinese goods. Uh huh. But then I hmm. saw some online commentators who were saying like it's kind of ironic because the stuff that they were using to write on, mm-hmm. yeah, came from China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. <laughs> It's hard to boycott China. Yeah. They, they come up with everything. Mm-hmm. They are a self-sufficient country. Mm-hmm. And I think... Uh, but this is the first time I'm, I'm looking at 
uh, brands being ousted by China. Yeah. I think previously there were celebrities, mm-hmm. there were sports figures, right. notably like because I watch football, right? Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Uh, there's this footballer called Mesut Ozil. Uh, who was quite vocal about? Oh, he's uh, Turkish, right? Yeah, he is actually he 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 holds two nationalities. I see, mm-hmm. uh, Turkish and also German. Uh, I see, World Cup winner, you know, mm-hmm. our modern day superstar. Right, uh-huh. right. He he made some comments over the yeah. treatment of Uyghurs, uh-huh. and um, although right now you know some football fans will say his exclusion from the Arsenal squad back uh-huh. then uh-huh. Uh, was not because. Of the Uyghur situation But right. rather of his performance mm-hmm. But let's consider uh, As well Because EPL Matches were also broadcasted In China uh-huh. And when he was playing uh, He was clearly pixelated Oh really? Oh, he was from, pixelated? was pixelated from the screen Oh my and wow. then, that's, that's ridiculous bro. Yeah, that's, bro That's another level at, To that, that extent At that level bro And, and at the same time uh, <coughs> There were reports That um, are also allegedly, mm-hmm. you know, um, influencing the management of Arsenal not to allow him to play wow. in the squad. Wow. And this is like an A-grade player, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's been, and because of that, right now he's playing in uh, Fenerbahce mm-hmm. uh, in in Turkey. I see. Wow. I mean, the, yeah, like the Turks have a very strong connection with this um, Uyghur situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. they are also Turks. In fact, like I think because they refer to their. Region as mm. East Turkestan, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So I, I've heard, I've read before that like it's a very big thing. In fact, I've actually come across, you know, like Facebook. We have algorithms, right? Yeah. Yes. So, but the algorithms that we typically talk about are like in terms of the kinds of content you like, mm. uh-huh. like are you left leaning, right leaning, all this kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. But there's also another layer of it which is like the language. Oh wow! Right, like I you, see. you don't you you typically see <clears throat> whatever language. Used you to use to yeah. So yep. like it's uh-huh. either English or maybe for you Malay, for me a bit of Chinese mm-hmm. stuff now and then. I see. But I I don't know how I came across a Turkish Facebook okay. page and and stuff. Uh-huh. And then like recommended for you. Ah uh, yeah. Somehow it was just there. And okay. then like there was so much talk about the Uyghur situation. Uh-huh. Well, it was fake news <laughs> Like I apparently they, they they cobbled together pictures of from China ah. from different parts of the world. Okay. Not different parts of China and from uh-huh. like yeah. different points in time uh-huh. and then they were saying that all these are the atrocities that's happening against the Uyghurs I see so it's like it was it was very but the interesting thing is I saw a lot of Indonesians also in the comment section oh, wow. really? yeah, yeah so there were Turks and Indonesians there oh, and then I, I was like well, how did I end up here yeah. <laughs> Indonesians like, are everywhere bro <laughs> 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 on every page oh. yeah. I, I was like what, what am I doing here oh, I see but yeah, like, I mean it's, it's, it's funny okay. interesting like yeah. how do you foresee uh, the, this cancellation of these are not like small brands. These yeah. are yeah. big like brands. In, yeah, H and M. Do you think actually China will have I mean, have it their way? But the thing is, right, to call it a big brand or so, like you, it it it's contextual, right? Mm. Like McDonald's, McDonald's is a is a big brand. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's a it's nothing in some places. Yes, right. Now that you mentioned McDonald's, right? Mm-hmm. I think McDonald's is the smartest player out there. Why mm-hmm. they have uh consistently. Uh, not involve themselves, themselves in in, politics, in, in yeah. political discourse. Yeah, mentioning about sources of certain things. Mm. You know, I I see now McDonald's that you said it. Sooner really? or later, they are going to get it, man. <laughs> Actually, yeah, maybe you know. Yeah, once later, once you say that, it. somebody is gonna say, "Why have they chosen to not uh, say anything?" Exactly. exactly. Actually, there's they... one thing that McDonald's can be cancelled for. What? They are straws. They still uh, haven't switched. Not to just the that. Bio- they eat, man, meat. 
Like, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, mass-produced meat is one of the worst contributors to to mm-hmm. the climate. Yeah, yeah. but I thought like there there were videos, you know, discrediting them about their sources of meat and the way that they have produced. Yeah, yeah their especially meat. American mm-hmm. American. Mm-hmm. But they have rode the wave quite well. You gotta admit. Yeah, yeah. They somehow, have yeah. rode that that viral wave quite well, yep. and uh, they have managed to get themselves out of shit. Yes, every so, single time. So and we still that, love the Big Mac. Uh, yeah, uh, and they have a good yeah. song. <laughs> What? Yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's catchy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so catchy, I mean, the, yeah. do you think that H and M and Nike will be able to ride it out? I don't know, bro. Honestly, do the Chinese people even give a shit? I mean, like, do they need H and M? Do they I need Nike? I think the the most surprising part about the article was uh-huh. even the domestic celebrities and yeah, all that yeah. uh-huh. were cutting off their contract. They have to. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, in a sense, yeah. Yeah. So I guess you, it's an all out. Uh, Reaction, because because right? the thing is, even from them, uh-huh. like even for them, it's uh-huh. a smart move. Uh. You cut that tie with them. Uh-huh. You yourself will gain a lot more clout locally. Yeah lah, right? I because see. like, so yeah, it's, it's a your, trade off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, correct, correct. But then, uh, I'm I'm thinking, you know, like some Europeans and even the West, they have mm. they, they are also quite reactionary. Uh-huh. I mean, haven't they always been? They're just running around trying to save the world. Right? Yeah. You know, it's really interesting. I would want to know, um, you know, from a from a China uh, from a local context, mm-hmm. what are their sentiments for the Xinjiang uh, situation? Are they for the state or uh-huh. against the state with regards to the state's treatment of you know the Uyghurs? The yeah. I really want to know, like, if there's like no holes barred. From who? From the celebrities and the people alike, the I mean, majority. What is the consensus? From what I know, people? the internal messaging on the whole, the whole Xinjiang thing is just that it's mm. fake. Like it's all mm. fake news. I see. So it's like, and, they, it, and is there like a national nationalistic pride uh, that it comes with it? Like for example, the Myanmar situation uh, right, with the Rohingya. Uh-huh. I understand that uh, you know that. It, it couples with some form of nationalistic pride in that sense. It's yeah. not so much so of a religion-based yeah. oh, okay. conflict. Yeah. You know, I would want to know, is there some sort of similarities between... I don't know, because you know, like, I mean, for the, the problem with the Chinese thing is that, mm-hmm. from what I understand, state media and the official line is that, for a long time was mm-hmm. that, you know, it's not it's not that these things are even happening. It's that they are not happening. It's all mm, fake news. It's I all see. just the West trying to frame us. Mm. Oh. Yeah. So like, I mean, I, I'm not even sure if like the locals in China, like especially if you're not from that part of the world, uh-huh. Uh-huh. they believe that. Part that of China, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm not even sure if they're even aware of, you know, like. I see. These but all the and videos the and all that, all the. Yeah, yeah but surely, I mean, state right? media in China is very censored, but it's very monitored. I mean, you, mm. you're not. So like, you know, I think there was like that very famous uh, testimony, right? That that Uyghur woman gave in a, uh-huh. in an American court. Uh-huh. And then like it was very, I mean, I think quite a few of us saw it. Uh-huh. She was giving accounts of like how she was tortured and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure like Chinese people are not going to see that video. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I see. Well, it will be interesting if we have like a conversation with, you know, someone from there. Someone who has lived there or Singaporean who has spent some time over there and would understand mm-hmm. uh, the media situation in China. Yeah, That'll be interesting. Yeah. And we yeah. do have, you know, what we do, do have listeners who who have lived for long periods in China. Mm-hmm. Just, wow. I recently uh, spoke to one uh-huh. uh, in a DM because right. he was listening to one of our episodes and uh-huh. he was a bartender for about eight or nine years in China. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he gave kind of like a a good picture about uh, what it is like living there mm-hmm. and how uh, the Western media fail to see the good in mm-hmm. a sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should of bring him on board of, of, yeah, of how they painted China to be. Okay. Every but, part of the world just, they only take their own perspective. Right? Yes. Right? Yeah. Also, definitely. right, I, I sometimes I feel very, uh, 
I I find it difficult to just take news from one particular perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Like if it's just Western perspective, whenever they slam China about this thing, I wonder is it really they're slamming China because they believe in human rights or is it is it a I mean it's probably something advantageous for them also. Yes. Is uh-huh. it a political will thing? Yeah. Uh, no, but at the same time, I mean I just cannot deny like you know because there have been testimonies of Uyghur people themselves yes so definitely that, is, that that one is very yeah. hard to yes. you know push away yeah. i mean definitely mm. the west has their own agenda and stuff mm. yeah. mm. but like the people who are going through these things mm-hmm. i mean it's it's quite hard to refute you know mm. what has been put out there in terms of hard evidence like, yeah. yeah and also the i mean looking at the way china portrays it if at all it's real that this thing is happening china is playing it such that it is a territorial thing As with as with everything, what they always say is internal affair. Taiwan also internal affair. Yep, yep. But then you see the way the Western media, uh, uh, what do you call this, uh, portrays it. It becomes a religious thing. Oh yeah, yep, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. So when it's a religious thing, you're gonna inc- you're gonna incur the the eye of many people all over the world. Yeah. Share that religion, except yeah. apparently the other uh, Muslim majority countries, which I've also been do- not basically saying much about this Xinjiang stuff, mm-hmm. except for I think Turkey lah because of their Turkic um, origins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like Saudi Arabia or the other major countries, quiet. from what I know, also quite quiet. Yeah, business ties still. So there's a reason why. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I don't say much about Saudi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna take a short break right now, yep. and uh, we will be back with more news to come. But yep. first, a word from our sport. So we are talking on the behalf of our sponsors, lah. Mm-hmm. Ah. We say a word from our sponsors. Yes. We are the ones who will be speaking on the behalf. <laughs> we will be the mouthpiece for today. Yeah. Yes. So okay. uh, our sponsors, uh, QO Children Organization, yes. mm-hmm. is giving away. Uh, this is a free gift uh, for all of you. Mm-hmm. Suddenly everybody's right ears just perked up. Yeah, yeah. Singaporeans when they hear when they hear free gift, free. Like, yeah. It's yeah. a giveaway, an automatic hand wash dispenser uh-huh. while stocks last. Mm-hmm. And what you're getting is uh, one watch speed foaming mm-hmm. automatic hand wash dispenser. Mm-hmm. Now the retail price for this fantastic product mm-hmm. is forty nine dollars and ninety cent. Wow. You are getting it for free, mm-hmm. and this is your Walt 350 ml antibacterial foaming hand wash, mm. and it uh, dispenses in 0.25 seconds. Oh, wow! Contactless and convenient, mm-hmm. and it kills 99.9 percent of germs. And in case you haven't been uh, keeping up with the times, mm-hmm. being Clean and keeping your hygiene up up to par is pretty important nowadays. Yeah, it's extremely yeah. relevant today. Yeah. Yes, and of course, um, what you just have to do is to go to the link mm-hmm. provided mm-hmm. in the copywriting right below. It's www.planb.sg/families. I can think of 101 users. Uh, for this particular hand uh, wash dispenser, yes. mm-hmm. one of which is to put it at the entrance of your home. Mm-hmm. So after you know one whole day of going out, right. all you got to do is go in and then you use the uh, hand wash dispenser mm-hmm. to keep your hands clean before you touch anything else. Sanitizer or wash? Wash. Uh, it's like a. It's. Like a sanitizer, lah, bro. Oh, uh, so you don't have to like wash your hand after that, lah. It's automatic, lah. Ah, uh. yeah. You just put your uh, hands on the sensor. Uh-huh. It will just. Pss. Wow, actually, it's the machine, right? So after yeah. you're done with uh. the whatever it's, it comes in, you can put whatever else, also, right? Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah right? that's true. 
So it's multi-purpose, huh? Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be good for your office, Raman. Yes. I think it'll, it'll do good for our um, studio as well. You just put it before someone enters. <laughs> yes, I yes. I can think of 101 users. Like, you can put it in your car if you're mm-hmm. driving a Grab. Yes. Right? You can put it at, you know, the partition uh, between your... Uh, front seat and yeah. the back seat. Oh, yeah, yes, seat. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes, you yes, can yes. put it over there, mm. tape it well. Mm-hmm. So whenever your passengers come on board, you can just use it lah. So all you need to do is just register on the website, yes. put in your details, and you can get this forty nine ninety dollars worth of things. Yes. You're right for so, totally free. Yeah, forty nine dollars and ninety cents uh-huh. worth, not worth like it's just one day hand dispenser. Yeah, <laughs> it's just worth like it's worth forty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, hey, but these these things are not cheap, no. Yeah, yeah, it's not cheap. It's not. Of cheap. course, it's not cheap. Yeah, the I mechanism don't... itself is not cheap. But yeah. of course, these while stocks last, ah. Huh? Yeah. So do so right now. Do it fast. Good. We Go only have now. a specific number for all of our listeners. So please do so right now. All you got to do is click the link. That's right. And this podcast probably brought to you by our friends from Chiran Organization. We will be back right after this. Welcome back to Plan B.SG mm-hmm. from China. We're going to Myanmar. Mm. Which is actually not that far also. Yeah. Hey, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, I... Here's a an interesting. I'm you know where I'm getting my my source of news from Myanmar right now. Oh, where? where it is from an ex student of mine. Wow, Myanmar. Yeah, uh, she is right now a social media celebrity. Wow, by the name of Thet. Uh-huh. Okay. And I think she is in Myanmar. She's joining the protest and all that. Oh my god! She's joining the protest. Yeah. Oh my and god! She has uploaded like um, news bits. How is she I still think. getting internet? They have internet. I don't know, bro. Yeah, that's right. Uh. I really don't know. Uh-huh. I really haven't really touched base with her, uh-huh. but I'm following her on Instagram, and okay. I'm getting a lot of information from whatever. Oh my! Uh, that's happening over Hope there. She stays safe, mm. man. Yeah, that's uh, right. Hey, I don't think she's no, no. She's not. She's not another country, but she's getting like bits and pieces oh, okay, of okay. So oh, like collated information right, 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 right. from yeah. the people living in Myanmar. Right, and she's using her platform to yeah, you know, yeah, yeah just shouting into yeah. the world. Yeah, no, it's damn stressful thinking about how many kids have uh, recently been featured about yes losing yeah. their lives and one and being shot in the eye. No, yeah, they're just playing. Yeah, their, their houses, and then these military forces are coming in to to do their stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what um do you have any article? Yes. So this is from this is from the BBC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Myanmar coup generals celebrated amid global fury over massacre. Mm-hmm. The killing of more than 100 anti-coup protesters in Myanmar has drawn global outrage with defense ministers of 12 nations condemning mm-hmm. the military. The US accused the foreign forces of a reign of terror on Saturday, mm-hmm. the deadliest day since last month's coup. Mm-hmm. Coup leader Min Ong Hlaing and his generals still threw a lavish party that night for Armed Forces Day. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. On Sunday, wow. Funerals wow. Funerals this was going on. Exactly. So oh on my. Sunday, funerals were held. With some reports, the military had tried to intervene in the morning. Mm. More than 400 people have now been killed in the suppression of protests in Myanmar since the February 1st coup. Mm-hmm. The military seized control of the Southeast Asian country after an election, which Aung San Suu Kyi's uh, National League for Democracy party won by a landslide. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot of people have been condemning this. Um, so the defense chiefs of a dozen nationals, including uh, the UK, mm-hmm. issued a, joint, a rare joint statement condemning the military's violent actions. The US, Japan, and Australia were also among the signatories of a statement that said, "A professional military follows international standards for conduct and is responsible for protecting, not harming, the yeah. people it serves." Mm-hmm. 
The UK government also urged all British nationals in Myanmar to leave the country as soon as possible. Um, security forces opened fire in more than 40 locations on sun, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. The commercial centre, Yangong, saw a, uh, dozens of deaths, but killings were recorded from Kachin in the north mm-hmm. to Tanintar Tar Yi in the th- far south. Wow. The US said it was horrified by the killings. Um, the, and the Secretary of State Anthony Blinken accused the military of sacrificing the lives of the people to serve mm-hmm. the few. Mm. Obviously, a lot of condemnation has been going. But notably absent, China and Russia have not joined the criticism, mm-hmm. which uh-huh. means taking action through the UN Security Council where they have vetoes would be difficult. Ah. Uh, and in fact, there was a gala mm-hmm. because there was a luxury military party on Saturday which was held to mark the annual Armed Forces Day uh-huh. which commemorates the start of Myanmar's military resistance against Japanese occupation in 1945. Wow! Images from state TV shared on social media showed military officials including Min Ong Hliang mm-hmm. wearing white uniforms and bow ties walking along a red carpet smiling and mm-hmm. seated at large tables for dinner. Mm. So obviously, this sparked the a huge wave of anger uh-huh. uh, on social media including from Burmese activist Mong Zarni. Uh-huh. Um, so I mean it's, a, it's quite a stark contrast la. you know you've, you've their own people dying uh-huh. by the masses and then you have like the generals who are celebrating their I don't know yeah, the their heritage and history yeah, oh, like, what, wow. what, what, yeah what is this man it's like, crazy it's, man yeah. it is you know like I saw um, I mean I know this is not the best um what's it called, uh, source. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I saw a Critical Spectator, he had, a while back, he had a post about um, him visiting Myanmar. The, a Myanmar um, museum. Okay. And then he was saying how it's so fake, like, everything there is them fake. Like, mm-hmm. Because the Myanmar is so deeply entrenched in Myanmar uh-huh. that like, even when it comes to factories producing balls, uh, uh-huh. like soccer balls, uh-huh. the, the military is involved. Oh my god! Yeah, like they inspect the thing. <laughs> so they had like a they had a segment of the museum uh-huh. where they basically had pictures of the military officials mm-hmm. picking up a soccer ball to inspect it. Oh yeah! What the hell, man? Yeah, North this, Korea, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, 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 yeah. It feels that way, right? It's no, crazy. but okay. So everything that you're saying, everything that we read, is is it creates such a disjunct in my mind. Why? Because Myanmar used to be democratic. Oh yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you right. said North Korea, yeah, but yeah. North Korea is. Communist. What happened? Uh? Yeah, what happens? Yeah. Well, how did how yeah. did it become so bad? So, yeah, I mean, I mean they, they are even adopting all of these classic communist kind of tactics, like oh yeah, the image of the fellow inspecting the ball and all that supposed to like yeah. inspire confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's like what has happened to Myanmar. Yes. How it's did crazy, it man. degenerate into that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of scary because like we are living just... I mean, we're in the same region. We're all in ASEAN. Yes. And then like they are going through arguably, you know, this massacre basically of yeah. their own people. Yeah. Like imagine a it military is a massacre. waging war. It yeah. is, yeah. Imagine a military waging war on its own people. Yeah. Yes. And this is happening just up there. Uh-huh, yeah. And then uh-huh. we are over here like still quite out. chill yeah. and stuff. No, but the other day I, I was reading an article about mm. uh, this kid Sitting on her yes, father's lap. Yes. And then, the six-year-old? Yeah, and then they shot at the father but it hit her instead. Ayoh. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. she died. And then, wow, I mean, the image, I mean, if you have a child, yep, yep. that will just tear you apart just thinking about, imagine going through that yourself. Yeah. I just think uh, all these atrocities will, will really escalate the situation mm-hmm. to a point where people will be really incensed. Uh-huh. And yep, I feel yep. the demonstrations will... Uh, will really evolve to an all-out war. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, people, so some people yeah. are already saying this because like I follow uh, international news about this, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they are saying how, because the thing is in Myanmar, mm-hmm. the military is one, but there are also a lot of armed um, militias. Oh. Because Myanmar is made up of like, I think seven different nations. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, like okay. the different states. Uh. Uh-huh. And some of them actually do have their own military movements and they have their own armed they do. militia. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Like wow. they, have, they have a history of this. Mm-hmm. So, um, there is real fear that this could spiral into a kind of civil war-like situation. Mm. True. Mm. In fact, apparently, um, I think a, a reporter from, I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's BBC or something, mm-hmm. uh-huh. reported how um, some of the people who are totally protesting uh-huh. have already started getting radicalized in the sense that they are taking arms against the military. Mm. Oh my gosh. So they are learning how to do like, for example, improm, what's it called? Improvise uh, Molotov cocktails, for example, uh-huh. to throw back at the at the military. Uh-huh. So, I mean, things are escalating up basically. And are these scary, gorillas, do they have political dreams or are they fragmented in a sense? Because I, it will evolve in a situation I'm, where we see yeah. in the Middle East. I'm not mm. sure. But I think right now, it's, it's largely reactionary. It's largely like anti- uh-huh. Uh, cool. Mm. Um, so I mean, who knows lah? But definitely, you know, because you already do have separatist yeah. movements. Yes, yes. Those will definitely try to. I mean, they might try to use this to their own advantage. So yeah. who knows? They but may, I mean, they, they may not. They may not separate, but then they might want to come into power instead, lah. Possibly, possibly. Yeah. So it's quite messy, honestly. The but world, you know, they will also evolve to another shitstorm altogether, right? Yeah. Why? What do you mean? Like what's happening an, with, um, you know, like the warlords in in African countries, yeah, where right, they have right. uh, splinter groups and also fragmented guerrillas, mm. all having political ambitions, mm. and especially during times of like elections, sometimes skirmishes might happen. Yeah, and in the sense when we see uh, the U.S. intervention of uh, Iraq and many other Middle Eastern countries, mm-hmm. situations you know did not uh, turn for the better. Yeah, in but fact, who's who's gonna you know get involved like this one? Who's gonna actually come in and and interfere? No, but okay, I think that's the that would be a problem. I hope nobody comes in to interfere, because whenever you have a foreign force yeah. coming in to do like a clean sweep, and then look lah, Afghanistan, Iraq, yeah, yeah, yeah. all until today, all. I mean, yeah lah, you know that's that's true. But the thing is, at at the same time, this cannot go on, yeah. If anything, no, it has to be domestic lah. They are domestic. If if they. I mean, imagine the Hunger Games kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, if, uh-huh. if within themselves, they have some might. But this just also brings me... I mean, because I'm not very well versed on the CAR, Central African Republic's um, history. Uh-huh. But I do recall that there was a point where they were described as a failed state. Uh-huh. Where basically there was no functioning government uh-huh. and they were just like warring warlords basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- fighting over territories. Okay. And I, I hope see. that doesn't happen now, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So, I mean... I'm thinking the closest parallel I can draw uh, to Myanmar in, in 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 terms of like a foreign intervention mm-hmm. would be that of Vietnam. Like if you oh, see like, like what, what has happened right uh, now yeah, 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 with yeah. Vietnam, I, if I had the opportunity to visit uh, uh-huh. and learn about Vietnamese history mm-hmm. uh, through um, a holiday program that we crafted for for radio listeners back then. Wow! And I, and I think what has happened to Vietnam. Um, Although in terms of infrastructure, they haven't really evolved that much. Uh-huh. A lot are still you no know, remnants and ruins of I what see, has I happened see. in the war. Uh-huh. Uh, but in terms of its people, you see um, it is more stable than what we have seen years back. Right. And I feel Myanmar could also follow that particular route. Uh-huh. But it's it's a shame, right? When you mentioned they were once a de- uh, democracy yeah. and then they have evolved to, you know, being under the junta. I don't yeah. know what what's to be of their future. Yeah. But, um, you know, 
I don't want to be saying this, but I feel that if Myanmar uh, to really were to move forward mm-hmm. and really wants to be in a democracy, they so long for they've got to step up and mm. and take things into their hands. I mean, that's yeah. that's what they're already doing, lah. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. problem is whether or not that's going to actually achieve anything. I yeah. mean, the Hong Kongers did the same thing, uh-huh. but you know, nothing really came out of that, right? But there's a, I mean, totally different ball game because their starting point was different, bro. Mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, I mean, they had a whole historical. Uh, relevance to UK UK administration and all that and then they went back to China and then right, right. special administration region so they have that history that is totally different whereas right. in Myanmar because of of uh, what has happened I mean I didn't even know that Myanmar was a British colony as well mm. right, right 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 and mm-hmm. I mean look at us look at how we I mean thank God we have uh, blossomed in a good way and it's yeah. so it is really disappointing to know that a country so close to us Mm-hmm. Uh, actually went downhill instead of I mean uphill. on mm-hmm. on the whole like colonialism kind of fucked a lot of countries up right? yeah. yeah you know like in terms of social commentary I'm I'm looking at um, Myanmar uh, nationals uh, even urging foreign uh, yeah. powers to actually intervene yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Honestly, I don't know what what good it will do. Yeah. No, dude, like the the foreign. The, honestly, the social commentary, I don't see much at all. I uh-huh. see. Like Singaporeans don't talk, talk about, about it. Okay, you know from what I see. Uh-huh. Like you said, like is obviously the Myanmar is the Burmese nationals who are talking about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But like, and they're spamming else, every you know. Yeah, they're spamming yeah, every they're news article about their country. Yeah, because yeah. there was one right. They apparently um a Chinese factory was burned down. Yeah. Uh-huh. by yeah. the protesters, and then I saw one. Comment. Uh-huh. This guy is not from Singapore, uh-huh. but he's a Burmese national. And then he was basically saying like Singapore also has a because this was on a CNA article. Right? So yeah. he was saying, uh, Singapore also has a lot of business like Singapore. Watch out. Uh-huh. Wow, but scary, the eh? Singaporeans are not really reacting to this. Uh. I mean, if you notice, like, okay, yeah. Uh. Do we really have a lot of factories? Dude, there? Sing- I don't know about factories, but uh-huh. I, I think we do have business ties. Uh-huh. But okay. the thing is, as a whole, right, Singaporeans honestly said to say, like, Singaporeans don't seem to be that bothered with ASEAN. I. Okay. Right? Like, I mean, I don't know about business high-level stuff. Uh-huh. But from like a social perspective, from a youth perspective. Because uh-huh. I've actually spoken with people from like the ASEAN I Youth see. Council. And they were uh-huh. saying like, yeah, like it's, they find it very difficult to get Singaporeans to engage uh-huh. with ASEAN matters. It's like a very detached feeling. You know? Really, man? Maybe the, the way they reach out, it sucks lah, I guess. No, <laughs> but I mean, how many Singaporeans actively care about what's happening in like Vietnam? Or Laos. Okay. Do you care? Care. Okay. Care from. <laughs> no, no. Care yeah. from a political or social standpoint. There's a different thing. Mm-hmm. But every last time in times before COVID, every time there would be a lot of like trade missions, like right, our right. our chambers of commerce and industry here, of and many different. I see. CCIs, yeah. They will all do always do trade mission to Indonesia, trade mission to Vietnam, trade mission to. So so there is activity and and Singaporeans like exploring these areas I feel. It's just uh-huh. that I think it's different levels uh, because that one like a more atas kind of like business <laughs> business level. Uh-huh. But like the from people social, that I was talking yeah like the from youth development kind of perspective uh-huh. they uh, find it very difficult whereas they are saying like because they work with youth from other parts of ASEAN right mm-hmm. like the youth there tend to be a lot more open it's like the moment you talk about some um, avenue for collaboration or whatever uh-huh. they're all jumping on board they're like yes we want to do this blah, blah 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 but then it's like you get to the Singaporean side and everybody's just like mm. okay let's see how first yeah I guess priorities I let's are. wait for direction from the maybe top. but there's also I guess like a affinity kind of thing because I've attended a few ASEAN stuff and uh-huh. like it's it's a lot easier to, to communicate with people from let's say 
Malaysia, uh-huh. Indonesia, okay. Thailand maybe. Yeah. Uh-huh. But other than that, right? Like it's very difficult because English is not a strong language for like Cambodians, for Beyond example, that, or right? Laotians. Mm. Uh-huh. So it's very hard to communicate with them and it becomes very hard to have any kind of collaboration, you know, mm. like if you can't even speak, you can't mm. even communicate. Mm. I see. Well, um, do you have context to, you know, these student activists per se? No lah, in Singapore, no lah. I mean, if you're a foreigner, foreign student in Singapore, like you're not, you would, you would be smarter than to be like a very outspoken mm. activist, mm. right? So yeah. some things you need to lie low a bit, I guess. I mean, uh, like the whole concept of you don't bring foreign uh, politics into a, uh, into uh, another. It's like, you know, you don't go to the UK and then, yeah. you know, oh, talk about... Some, some people do that, right? Really? They try and exploit other national platforms for their own domestic problems, right? Oh, really? Yeah, like if, if for example, there's suddenly a protest in, I mean, uh, at an embassy of right, another right, country, right. it's usually because that country has a small migrant community from... Um, another country which is at war for example and right, then they go and protest right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah but in Singapore I think a lot of people even if they have strong views they they would prefer to lay lower because I mean they have the stakes are high but for them yeah and yeah. especially given that they are living quite well here lah right yeah lah that's I mean we spoke with uh, with our friend the other time as well yes, right yeah. yes yes well um, I guess if we want to um, delve into these student related topics it will be Mm-hmm. In another podcast <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah That's okay. another like, yeah. Can of worms Yeah Definitely And of course This podcast Probably brought to you By our friends From QO Children Organization Don't mm-hmm. forget To click on the link To redeem your uh, Hand wash hand Your wash. free hand wash Dispenser mm-hmm. um, All you got to do Is to click the link www.planb.sg Slash families We will Be back With another podcast Right after this Only on Plan B dot SG.